There are new books, new podcasts, new pills, and quick fixes, and marketing strategies, and new technologies and gadgets that everybody says that you should be doing, but let's cut through the noise because it can be overwhelming. Today, I'm gonna to sort out the concepts and the tactics that you actually should be focusing on, the timeless ones that never change, so that you can find the success and the balance and the happiness and satisfaction in your life that you want. Welcome to another episode of Success Through Failure. This is your host, Jim Harshaw Jr., and today I'm bringing you a solo episode. We're talking about the timeless things that never change. We are fed so much by the mass media and by social media and by all the gurus out there telling us that we're supposed to do it this way, not that way, not the old way, but this newfangled way, like this new way of doing things. And you should be taking this pill and, and reading this book because all the old books, none of that stuff makes sense anymore. And you got to read this new, new way of doing things. And it can be just so overwhelming. So I'm going to sort through that for you and give you a simple, clean, easy way to identify the things that you really should be focusing on, the timeless things that never change. First, let me read you this rating and review. This is from Brain Surgeon Meditator. He says, this podcast is life-changing. Jim is an outstanding leader and coach. I've been using him for close to five years now since I've met him. I feel like I've stepped on an accelerator pedal for all the projects and plans that I've had. This podcast has also been a catalyst for that success. I particularly recommend the solo sessions that Jim records. There are so many podcasts that are a waste of time. This one is not. So thank you, Brain Surgeon Meditator. That's actually one of my clients. I know who he is, so I appreciate the review. Didn't even realize he left this review until I found this on the episode on Apple Podcasts. So if you like success through failure, please leave me a rating and review. This is how people find the podcast. The more ratings and reviews you get, uh, the more social proof it is, and the more Apple Podcasts is likely to recommend your episode or your podcast to others. Really, the main way this thing grows is from you, your retweets, your shares, even your comments and your likes on my social media posts. Those help. That platform will tend to show the episode to more people, to show that post to more people. So thank you for those. And really, the best way probably is for you to just text a friend or email a friend or, or mention it to a friend. Hey, check out episode 381 of the Success Through Failure podcast. You can find the podcast on any podcast platform. All right, so let's get into today's episode. Man, there are so many things coming at you, so much information constantly coming at us these days from books and podcasts and YouTube videos and social media and the mass media. Like sometimes we just don't know what to believe and what to consume and what guru to follow or what book to read next. Most of these gurus and these people creating this content are promoting some kind of new way of making money or getting that body that you want or finally finding happiness. And it just makes your head spin. And I talk to so many of my clients and so many people who are just overwhelmed with what to do. And I often go back to the quote from Tim Ferriss when I interviewed him on this podcast back in episode 246 and 247. He said, if you layer everyone's morning routine one on top of another, you're going to be doing your morning routine until three o'clock in the afternoon, right? We can get so overwhelmed with this information overload and what routines should I be doing and what pills and, and supplements and exercises and diet and nutrition and marketing and this and that and the other thing that I should be doing. And we're trying to do it all. And sometimes we get overwhelmed to the point where we don't do any of it. 
And we all want simplicity. We all want to cut through the noise. So that's what I'm going to do for you today. And there are certain things that just don't change. Let me give you some examples. I'm always going to pet your dog. I'm always going to stop to pet your dog, right? If you're walking past my house, I'm going to, and I'm outside, I'm going to stop and pet your dog. <laughs> it's just who I am. I love dogs. I'm always going to love to play with Legos. I don't care how old I am. If my kids are sitting in the, their toy room playing Legos, I'm probably going to sit down and, and play with Legos with them. Love playing Legos. Always have since I was a kid. And here's a third one. This is a truth that I teach my kids all the time. Fart jokes are always funny. Fart jokes are always funny. All right. You can take that one to the bank. Quick interruption. If you like what you're hearing here and you want to learn how you can implement this into your life, just go to jimharshajr.com slash apply to see how you can get a free one-on-one coaching session with me. That's jimharshajr.com slash apply. Now back to the show. All right. Those aside, let me get into the top five things that will never change. First one, number one. I went to lunch with a friend of mine recently, neighbor, his wife, she was in a terrible accident uh, several years ago and left her paralyzed. And he and I don't get together enough, but I always enjoy it when I do. Like when he and I get together, it is just a relationship and a connection that we both thoroughly enjoy. And I finally asked him the other day, I'm like, hey, let's go grab lunch, man. And we did. We went to lunch and we had a really nice time. And it was just a great connection. I know it was a great connection for him. And I know it was a great connection for me. Here's another thing. I have a, a friend who has, his wife has stage four cancer. We went out for beers recently. And it felt so good to spend time with this guy. And you know, I've spent time with him in other ways, helped him with yard work. And, and my wife does quite a bit and spends a lot of time with, with his wife. But man, just sitting down and connecting with a guy and, and having a couple beers and, and just talking about life and different things. Like sometimes I get so busy that I don't do these things, right? It's like, I, I got, I got emails to return. I got a to-do list. that's getting longer and longer. Like I got things to do. I got places to go, people to see. It's like, wait a second. Like there are all these things that you can do that you can always do. They're just going to keep you busy. You know, like I said, mass media is going to push all kinds of things on you, trying to convince you that if you buy that thing, that's what's going to make you happy. That, you know, this new change, this new thing is going to make you happy. The new phone, the new car, the new house, the promotion, whatever it is. But what doesn't change, what doesn't change is that relationships, relationships make you happy. Relationships with people, true connection, sitting down with a friend, face-to-face, meeting with a prospective client in person, sitting on the floor, playing Legos with my kids, right? Or playing a game with kids, like people, relationships, connection. If you're in a leadership role, not just checking with your direct reports and saying, uh, hey, did you get that thing done? Or how's the project going? But actually checking in with them and saying, how are you? How are you doing? Relationships. So that's the first one. The one thing that will never change. The one thing that will always make you happy. It is proven to bring you happiness and fulfillment and satisfaction in your life. It's people, it's relationships. And listen, I fail at this, you know, doing this more often than I succeed at it. But this is just, it's, it's a fact. It's a truth that never changes. And I'm, I'm, you know, I always try to hit the pause button and go and do these things and put these things on the counter because I, I know that I can just get busy and, and go, go, go and work, work, work and, and kind of let relationships slide. So that was the first one. There are five that I want to share with you here today. Now, listen, there's probably a lot more out there, and I'd love to hear from you. If there's one that you're thinking about right now, and that if I don't share it in this episode, find a social media post of mine and make a comment 
under it and let me know what else I'm missing in this. Okay, so that was number one is relationships. Number two is this. I don't have, despite my minor guru status, maybe you call me, you know, I don't have the perfect diet. I know I'm supposed to be doing keto and uh, intermittent fasting and gluten-free vegetarian and carnivore diet. I don't know how you do both of those at the same time, but you're supposed to. I'm supposed to be drinking bulletproof coffee, but actually you're not supposed to drink coffee because you're, you're supposed to drink mushroom coffee these days. Like, my goodness, it's exhausting. You know, the, the diet of the week is going to change. Fads will come and go. But here's what doesn't change. What doesn't change is that you know what healthy eating is. Again, it reminds me of the Marcus Aurelius quote that I shared two episodes ago where he said, stop debating what a good man is and be one. Stop deliberating about what a good diet is and eat a good freaking diet. Fruits, vegetables, minimize processed foods, minimize sugar intake, especially high fructose corn syrup, drink lots of water. I mean, it's pretty simple. We know that when it comes down to it. Simplify it. That's what never changes. Eating a healthy diet. You don't have to study up on the latest fad, but the things I just said, that's healthy enough. Start there. I fail quite often on my diet. <laughs> you know, I'm, I, I eat junk food, processed food. I love cereal. You know, so I'm not trying to stand up on some pedestal and, and tell you to be like me, be better than me, because I fail at this stuff all the time. I told you there'd be five. That was two. Number one was relationships. Number two is eating healthy. Number three, I recently stopped by the jujitsu, local jujitsu gym the other day, and I felt bad. I, actually, I went in, I watched the practice, and I talked to the people at the front desk, and, and I felt bad that I'm not doing it. I know that I would love it. I know that it would be good for me. But saying yes to that right now would mean saying no to something else. And I'm not, I'm not there right now. I'm not ready to say no to something else. Then I bumped into a friend later that week, and he was telling me about pickleball. You got to play pickleball. Oh, I do. I got to play pickleball. I mean, everybody's doing it. It's all the rage. Everybody, like the superstar athletes are buying up, you know, leagues and teams and franchises and, you know, pickleball is the next big thing. And then there's a bunch of people in my circle who push go ruck. They push rucking. Like rucking, you got to ruck. If you're not rucking, you're not tough. You know, you got to ruck. Listen, it's always going to change. The next time you bump into someone, it's going to change. The thing that you quote unquote should be doing, the healthy activity you should be doing always is going to change. But here's what doesn't change. Just being active. Find your fit. Kathleen Trotter, episode 347. I talked to Kathleen about finding your fit. Like find what works for you. Stop debating what a good workout is or what the right workout is. For you, maybe it's CrossFit or running or swimming or racquetball or pickleball or walking or freaking hula hoop. Just go do it. Like try these things. Use the concept of success through failure and discover what works for you. Along the way, you're probably going to discover what doesn't work for you. And that's just fine too. Just try things that get you moving. All right. So that was number three. Just be active in finding your fit. Find what works for you. Find what works for your schedule. Find what you enjoy and do it. All right. So that was number three. Number four. When I was wrestling, every season at the beginning of the year, I had a meeting with my coaches. We set goals, we set the plan for the year. It was me and the whole coaching staff. We'd sit down and every, you know, they did this with every wrestler on the team. We'd sit down, we have our meeting, set goals for the year. And listen, there's going to be plenty of new formulas for success, but here's what doesn't change. Having goals. And that might mean goals for 2023. That might mean goals for 2030 or 
goals for today, like right now, here, today. Like the value of having a plan does not change. The value of having a vision for your life that drives you, that excites you, that is aspirational in some way, that doesn't change. Having that clarity and that mission and that vision, that doesn't change. The importance of that does not change. And the motivational value of that doesn't change. But listen, all of this requires a productive pause, right? Having goals, having a plan, having a plan for the day, for the week, for the month, for the year, for the rest of your life, your 10-year goals, your BHAG, whatever it might be, like you can't, it's not going to happen just by going through life. Because guess what? You're busy. You've got an inbox that's filling up as you listen to this. You've got uh, a to-do list that's growing. If you don't hit the pause button, it's not going to happen. Right? And you've heard me talk about it. If you listen to the podcast for any length of time, you know what I'm about to say. This is the value of a productive pause. And the productive pause is defined as a short period of focused reflection around specific questions that leads to clarity of action and peace of mind. All right? So that's number four. What doesn't change and never will is having goals and having a plan. All right, so that was number four. Number five, there's a Bible verse, John 13, 13, that I want to read to you. It says this, and this is Jesus speaking. He says, you call me teacher and Lord, and you are right. If I then, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have given you an example that you should also do just as I have done to you. That's the end of the quote there. That's the end of the verse. Now, listen, there are plenty of new leadership books and concepts and philosophies out there. What doesn't change is servant leadership. If you're a Christian, you know, God in human form did this. Like, why not you and me? If you're not a Christian, a dude named Jesus, who was respected, he was the leader of all those present in the room and, and, and far beyond. He was the original influencer. I mean, imagine if Jesus created a Twitter or Instagram account, like he'd get to a million followers pretty quickly, I think, you know, like this guy, he's the original influencer, right? Didn't even have a social media account, but this is what he did. He was a servant leader. The story about how he washed the disciples' feet. I have a client named Brandon. He travels around to different locations for his business. Uh, he's pretty high up in the, in the company. Uh, this is a national chain of auto body shops. He'll go around, he'll buy a grill for the shop, and he'll cook everyone lunch. He'll stand there and he'll cook everyone lunch. That's a servant leader. Everybody loves it, right? He's cooking lunch for the guys. Like he's their boss's 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 boss, right? And he shows up, buys them a big old grill, and he'll stand there, ask people what they want, and he'll cook them lunch. Like that's a servant, that's servant leadership. Like servant leadership never changes. Despite any leadership book you ever read or what the next guru wants to tell you, that never changes changes. All right. So again, what never changes? Focusing on relationships. That's number one. Number two is you know what healthy eating is. Healthy eating. Just eat well. Stop debating on what's the right diet, what's a good diet, and eat one. Number three, what doesn't change is being active. Finding your personal fit, whatever works for you. Number four, what doesn't change is the value of having goals and having a plan. And number five, what doesn't change is servant leadership. Don't get overwhelmed with all the new concepts and the ideas and the gurus preaching their latest hack. Focus on what never changes, relationships and eating well and exercising and having goals and servant leadership. Now, listen, I told you I'm probably missing some things here. What are some things that you've thought about? 
Use the hashtag STFPod, STFPod for Success Through Failure Podcast and tweet about it or post on Instagram or find one of my social media posts on LinkedIn or Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and make a comment there. Let me know what I missed. I look forward to hearing from you. Thanks for listening. If you want to apply these principles into your life, let's talk. You can see the limited spaces that are open on my calendar at jimharshawjr.com slash apply, where you can sign up for a free one-time coaching call directly with me. And don't forget to grab your action plan. Just go to jimharshawjr.com slash action. And lastly, iTunes tends to suggest podcasts with more ratings and reviews more often. You would totally make my day if you give me a rating and review. Those go a long way in helping me grow the podcast audience. Just open up your podcast app. If you have an iPhone, do a search for success through failure, select it, and then scroll the whole way to the bottom where you can leave the podcast a rating and a review. Now, I hope this isn't just another podcast episode for you. I hope you take action on what you learned here today. Good luck and thanks for listening.